This podcast replay is brought to you by HialeahParkCasino.com. From the loosest slots in the state to one of the most comfortable poker rooms in South Florida. Enjoy their smoke-free casino at HialeahParkCasino.com. All righty. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you live from beautiful Hialeah Park. Yes, sir. We're locked and loaded and ready to go on a beautiful Monday Normally, we're here on Thursdays, but tomorrow we leave to the NFL Combine. So we'll be out there all week long, broadcasting on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Tomorrow, we'll do our regular normal morning show. And then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we'll be coming to you live from Indy. Might be doing it also on Saturday, too, a little short show also on in- from Indy. Because I don't leave till the evening, so I might do something prior to uh leaving so i might do a little uh, little crypto and a little little catching up there and, uh, and giving you maybe some of the nuggets that we've been able to collect and some of the information we've been able to collect uh, throughout the week and all that kind of good stuff so we'll have some fun there sean stanley of course is here by my side as always mastering this entire platform Good weekend for Hialeah Park. I mean, we're wait, working our way to April 1st. On April Fool's Day, they'll give away a Mercedes-Benz. It is downstairs right there when you come in. You can see it, a beautiful Mercedes-Benz. All you got to do is come on down, play the games, and you get in. You get, you, you, you get more and more entries as you play into your opportunity to win a Mercedes-Benz, which is a beautiful thing. So come on out to Hialeah Park. Plus, on Friday, they had the fights. Guillermo Rigandao ended up winning. Good crowd, by the way. Really good crowd. Those of you that want tickets, those of you that enjoyed a dinner, all of that, uh, I hope you enjoyed it and had a good time here at Hylia Park. Uh, that was fun. And then on Saturday, yeah, baby, we were at the Drone Racing League. And I got to say, I had fun. I had a lot of fun. It was cool meeting some of you out there that, uh, and by the way, I, I don't mind you, you know, yelling at me, hey, oh, hey, whatever, you know, and all that good stuff. Don't be shy, you know, because sometimes I, well, I saw you, but I didn't want to approach you. And I'm like, yo, man, come on, just come on over. I, I'd love to meet the people that make this show happen, right? The reason why we're here every single day, the reason why we're going to go to the Combine, you know, it's you guys downloading, it's you guys liking the program, it's subscribing, it's visiting our sponsors, and we appreciate it. And, of course, uh, Cash App or, uh, or Venmo, Cash Big O Show donations also help us grow in many different ways. So appreciate all of you out there. Uh, middle of planning also our, uh, our trip to uh, Canton, dude. So getting all that lined up, too. So looking forward to that and looking uh, and getting all the, getting the right sponsors to help us out. So, by the way, if you want to sp- help sponsor our trip to Canton, uh, covering um, Zach Thomas going into the um, Hall of Fame, that'll be really, really cool. So uh, you can join us. And we have a business number, by the way. For those of you, if you have a business that wants to be a part of our platform, great way to market your business, great way to find new customers, uh, 786-754-4664. It's not to talk sports. Okay? They're not, they're not going to answer any sports questions. I'm not answering or any of the salespeople aren't answering sports questions. They are talking business. So if you want to join our business, 786-754-4664. Locally, all throughout South Florida, all throughout Florida, all throughout the country, all throughout the world. We hit all levels. So it doesn't matter what your business is. Local national or international we can actually reach all kinds of customers for you so please reach out to our business line if you want to be a part of it i see we got plenty of people already on the chat board thank you out there steve chapman first in i like it uh let's see what's up everyone we're a little too harsh with byron jones me included uh, and then say he lied because he said i won't play i don't get any more money so you're too hurt but you can play for more money. Yeah, it's let me let's 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 attack this Byron Jones story right from the get go. OK, because it's out there and he tweeted out about, you know, how much, you know, he can't run and he can't jump. But then again, he didn't say he was retired. And so there's no consistency here. 
if you so what are you saying you you still can't run and jump but eventually you will and then you're telling people don't take the pills and all that kind of stuff and but yet you still may play again you know come on man what is it that's what i want to know and by the way they were confused in the building okay all right. They didn't know what was going on. Nobody knew exactly what was going on with him. They couldn't figure it out because it didn't register like he was unhealthy. But yet, oh, it was tweaked. I, and I told you this throughout the year. Did I not say it all throughout the year that he's the kind of dude that if he's not 100%, he doesn't want to play? And so there was something or another thing going on with him all throughout this process. Everybody was frustrated. And when I first heard the story, I was like, well, wait a minute, dude. Why didn't you just tell people? Just come out and say it. Hey, listen, guys, I'd love to play, but I literally can't run and jump right now. And that's it. And end of story. But it's still kind of, you know, it's not really consistent. Because if you come back next year, does, none of this means anything to me. You left everybody in, in, in the dark throughout all of this, and now you're trying to explain away what's going on? You're still under contract. So it's not like you're a free agent or anything like that. You will be eventually. You'll probably be a June cut so they can split the, the, the cap hit in two years. That way it's not as bad, but still, I mean... Why, why not talk during the season? Why not say, hey, listen, I get it. I'm creating a problem here for the team and, and fans. and all. I just want you guys to know, or the agent put out a statement. Byron Jones cannot run or jump right now. He is having trouble right now. That's it. You don't have to get into, you know, like what you did this off. Oh, don't go seek a second opinion and all that other stuff. You know, you know what's funny about Byron Jones? You know what's hilarious about Byron Jones? Are you stupid? What, you didn't know football was bad for you? You had no you, you didn't hear about all the dope that you guys take? Seriously? You, you didn't know about that? Because you're not an old player, bro. We're not talking about somebody in the 70s that was kept in the dark. You're playing in the 2020s. We've been talking about this forever. Head trauma, permanent damage, you need knees replaced, hips replaced, whatever. You shorten your life by playing the game like you, you didn't know that already? What, what's it called? Toradol or Toradel or Toradol, right? We all know about Toradol, right? Wait, you, now you're telling us? You're, you're, you're not taking the pills and all that? Now, you figured that out now, dude? You didn't know that? What, how long has he been in the league? Seven, eight, nine years? Because I, I knew that 15, 20 years ago. Like, Byron Jones is all of a sudden enlightening us that he plays a dangerous game? That coal miners, you know, lungs are in danger? That firemen also put themselves at risk every day and that the policemen could get shot? Wow, Byron. Yeah, I'm supposed to have all this sympathy for you. Shayna, they bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. So it's, it's a line from Airplane. You ever watched Airplane point counterpoint? I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, but that's part of the game. And everybody that works in some kind of job, you know. Uh, are you going into teaching? Just want you to know it's stressful. I don't, I don't know if you teachers know this, but it's kind of stressful to be a teacher. You know, it's not easy to handle 200 kids a day. Not sure. Because, you know, we might have a teacher show up here in the next week, tell us, Oh, man, teaching's really difficult, and there's a lot of... Pro really? I had no idea. 
Thanks, Byron. Appreciate you telling us what we already knew, but apparently you didn't. Apparently, while you're taking all that dope, you thought it wasn't going to affect you. Kind of like the alcoholic just drinking one drink out. It'll all be fine. My liver's going to be fine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fantastic. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Pitcher keeps throwing 100 miles an hour. You're going to have shoulder problems down the line. Really? Really? No crap, Sherlock. I had no idea. Yeah, it's it's just hilarious. You know, the whole Byron Jones thing is hilarious is what I find it. Because it's not enlightening. It's not educational. Okay? It's a guy putting out, you know, his defense because he looks like shit the entire year. He waited too long to have the surgery, and then he failed to show up for his team the whole year. But now he's telling you that he can't run and jump, but he's not necessarily retired. So what is it, dude? What is it with you? Do you want to play? Do you not want to play? Are you hurt? Are you not hurt? Are you retiring? Are you not retiring? Are you stupid that you didn't know that football does serious damage to you? I'm sorry. Listen, you want to be a five-year-old and listen to this story like a five-year-old? You can go ahead and do that. I'm, I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm 56 years old, okay? I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly what kind of trouble I'm getting into if I'm eating bad. But I'm not going to tell everybody, oh, that, no, I already know that. We all know that. Keep smoking your cigarettes. What do you think's going to happen? Good chance you could get some emphysema or something. Or have some trouble breathing or, God forbid, cancer. It's part of it, right? But you keep lighting up that cigarette. So Byron Jones just figured out that football and the pills and the things that they make you do or you have to do in order to play the game are actually a detriment to your body. Holy crap. It's 2023, and he's figuring that out now. That's true, better late than never. That is true. So if you want me to buy this, I ain't buying any of this. This is a load of garbage, is what it is. Don't tell me about what you're going through, bro. I know what you're going through. I've seen it all the time. I watch Earl Campbell. He's in a wheelchair. I could tell you hundreds of stories of guys post-football. Their lives are destroyed. They know it. And guess what most of them will tell you? I'll do it all over again. I'll do it all over again. I'm sure wrestlers. So a wrestler's going to come to me and say, oh, no, this is a really dangerous sport. Uh, really? No shit. I, I wouldn't imagine diving from a 15-foot ladder and throwing your body on the floor there, flat out, your back, and all. No, of course that's not going to be a detriment to your body. <laughs> so if you're, if, if Byron, if you're seeking sympathy, you're not getting any here, bro. You chose to play football, right? Consequences come with it. It's the way it goes. It sucks, but that's part of the game, right? Then don't play football, man. Be a bartender. That way maybe only your feet hurt and maybe you're tired of listening to stupid stories from people. Okay, but at least you won't end up with concussions and you won't end up with blown knees and, and you won't have to take drugs in order to... Well, maybe you do as a bartender. No, I'm I'm joking. But you know what I'm saying. Don't be a coal miner. Don't be a cop. Don't be a lifeguard. Sorry. You know, risks come with certain, uh, certain jobs. Uh, permanent damage. I mean, a teacher. 
Do you think you leave mentally sane from teaching after you've been there for decades? No. No. There's no way you're putting up with these bratty-ass kids and you're going to live a, sa- a sane life. You're, you're going to lose some of your sanity. Did you see that thing I retweeted of that kid going after that teacher? My God, I would, I, I would have lost my job. I would have beat the crap out of that kid. There's a reason the kid went after the teacher. Right, of course. I mean, of course. Yeah. I would have beat the crap out of that kid, lost my job, then go find his dad for raising a turd. I would have waited for the meeting, and I would just beat them both. Yeah. Because they're going to call you into the office, right? Right. The principal right there. Just do it right there. Yeah, right that there. That way everybody can't run. They're right in the They're right, right there. Done. They're right there. Beat the crap out of that kid and his dad, especially the dad. Oh, beat the crap out of that dad heavily. Wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big O, Reason brought up an interesting point yesterday. Byron's comments are true. Why he was not put on the IR early on makes no sense. Um, well, he was on an IR. Remember? He was on the IR. But then they never, they never, got, they never took him off for the two, three weeks to start practicing is what it was. But trust me, dude, I've been telling everybody for all year long. They were just as baffled. You get no sympathy here with that, you know, and you're trying to you're trying to throw a curveball, you know, like a buddy of mine called me. Oh, wow, dude, you know, he, he's really hurting and, uh, you know, and the drugs. And I go, yeah, so what? Big deal, bro. That, that, that's all players. You, you think Jason Taylor walks around like with no problems just because he looks like a GQ model doesn't mean his body's 100 percent, dude. Zach Thomas looks good. Uh, you know, I bet he's got some aches and pains from the game. I'll never forget back in the day, it was uh, Fort Lauderdale Stadium at the time. Mm-hmm. It was that long ago it was. Ric Flair, they brought him in. They wheeled him into in a wheelchair. Whatever they did, of course, back in those days, whatever. Then he went out and he wrestled for 60 minutes. And when he left, he was back in the wheelchair. And would he do it all over again? He's still trying to do it now. It's just nobody wants <laughs> nobody wants to pay him. But, but my, my no, point no, is, it. yeah, no, he do it all over. Like again. all these football players, they're yeah. all messed up, and and they wouldn't change a thing. Ninety nine percent of them will tell you. Maybe some guy that was a backup to the backup got all screwed up and maybe didn't enjoy. It. But all the all the guys that won and starred and all that, and they you know they they would do it all over again. So Byron, please, bro. I mean. What am I learning from you? You didn't know you were actually taking risks? What'd you think? You were going to play football and walk away perfectly fine? Did did you ever listen to Doug Whaley years ago when he was a GM for the Bills and and he was the only guy in the NFL that honestly said it like it's supposed to? The human body is not made for football. And they made that dude disappear quickly. So go get sympathy somewhere else, dude. Give me a freaking break. You know how many people can't run and jump after they're done with football? Welcome to the club, Byron Jones. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, oh, that kid was beat up by beat up that teacher was six seven two twenty. I don't know. Uh, no, that kid is not six seven two twenty. You're talking about something, bro. Listen, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't comment on it, my man. Like, you know, I said I posted it on Twitter. The kid that I saw, he's barely taller than than the teacher, and the teacher wasn't very tall. That teacher was maybe five eight, something like that. So I know what you're talking about, that big giant kid that, that trashed the teacher, and then I think he spit on her after or spit on him or whatever. I know, I know what you're talking about. It's not what I'm talking about. You got to watch the video. Uh, big O, he was on the pup. If he had been on the, put on the IR at the beginning or early in the season, he would have been completely – no, he's not. There's different IRs, Jamie. There's, a, there's an IR that you can be taken off. 
after a certain amount of weeks. So there is. So whether it was PUP or IR, uh, you you can put players. You I think you have like a maximum of two players a season or maybe three that can be put on the IR and still be activated. That that's a new that's a new thing that they've done the last couple of years. There are there is an IR when you're done for the year, but there's also an IR that you can come back from. It seems parents side with their kids these days more than the teachers. The dichotomy changed so much. Sad times we live in. That's because the ki- but that's because the parents have done a crappy job with their kid. That that video of that kid going off on that Asian teacher. You know what I you know what I thought of that video? Like my dad, rest in peace. Um, if he if I was a, a high school kid right now and that video goes viral, and they show it to him. I, I can't show up to the house. I won't want to show up to the house. I'm, I'm, that's who I was afraid. That's the problem with these kids now. <laughs> you know? They're not afraid of their parents anymore. And so they do whatever they want and these parents allow these kids to act however they want that was a that was a disgrace how that kid acted uh it's ir designated to return i have 21 day window to act right exactly that's it you, they can be out for several weeks and then you then you have a 21 day window for them to but it it never got to that point with him they never got to activate that 21-day window so he can start practicing to then fully activate him. So then he ends up done for the year. But they had him in the IR in order to bring him back is what they had him on. Uh, Orlando, there's a timeline. It goes like this. Dolphins tried to sign J.C. Jackson to replace him. He got wind of it and got surgery to guarantee his contract. Nah, I don't, I don't think that's the case. And by the way, the J.C. Jackson thing would have been a disaster. So, no. Uh, it makes no sense, Nelson. Whoever told you that, that's a complete lie. You can't pay Byron Jones. You just paid him. And you just actually worked out a bonus out of that salary to guarantee more to free up. So it would have become an even worse cap hit. You can't have X, Byron Jones, and J.C. Jackson, dude. That doesn't fly. That, that doesn't, that's like the idiots are, oh, they're going to go get Debo Samuel. No, they're not morons. They've got to pay Waddle. And they've, got, and they've got Tyreek already, and they're paying him a lot of money, and they just signed Cedric. So, of course, they're not going to trade for Debo Samuel and pay him. But people come up with stupid stuff like that. Because it doesn't make any sense. And so, J.C. Jackson, you can't sign him. When you already have Byron Jones and X under contract and you're locked into those deals, they're not expiring contracts. So that makes zero sense, Nelson. That was a flat-out lie, misinformation. Whoever reported it was dead-ass wrong, okay? Just like the whole Debo Samuel. Again, a bunch of you idiots last year were in the offseason. Oh, no, they're also going to sign Debo Samuel. Yeah, no, of course, they can sign everybody. It's, it's this silliness that fans have, like they think it's, it's an endless checkbook. And you can just, no, oh, no, let's just put on three corners making, you know, 15, 20 million a year. You can't do that. They don't even have two top receivers yet because Cedric's getting paid, but he's not getting paid like, like Tyreek and like you're going to pay Waddle. So you got to make sure you got to be prepared to pay Waddle. Uh, what else do we have here? Back in my day, dudes like Byron got punched in the eye and their lunch money taken from high school. <laughs> oh, what's harder, being a teacher or a cop nowadays? Uh, both are impossible. Both aren't worth the money. That's what I can tell you. It's not worth being a teacher. My wife is just uh, finishing up her 30th year. And, uh, and a cop, it's not worth it. None of them are worth it. What we pay, those, those uh, public servants, no, not worth it, dude. 
Not worth it. That's why there's a problem with teaching. That's why you, you don't have enough teachers. I know this, you can't pay me enough to do either one of those jobs. And there's no way I can go and teach your bratty kids out there. Because, boy, there's a bunch of you that have dropped the ball with your kids in a big-time way. Holy moly. Wow, there's a bunch of crappy kids out there and even crappier parents. This is why we need abortion. <laughs> Wrong people are having kids. All right, let's, uh, let's get to it. Inter Miami, I, I had a lot of fun Saturday night. When I got back from the Drone Racing League, I got on my Apple uh, account, boom. I watched uh, Inter take on Montreal, and that was a lot of fun. So let's talk to Michelle Kaufman, who does an excellent job of covering Inter Miami on a daily basis, plus her very interesting article where she's uh, – She's uh, kind of uh, uh, kind of figuring out what the what this team might do in the summertime. Uh, good afternoon, Michelle. Thank you for sa- taking some time and joining us. Sure. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. You know that was a lot of fun on Saturday night. They were they were attacking. They were the aggressive team. Uh, there were a lot of opportunities. Uh, dr- that you didn't they didn't pepper. Miami's goalie either and Drake had what was in the 71st 73rd minute or something like that he had a monster save we had like three he had three really big he had six saves but he had he had a three really big saves he was a key to that game yeah he was a big key to that game for sure god he's been such a find uh it's it's just been you know that's why they just signed him to a new contract exactly (laughs) Uh, i mean it's just it's just fantastic to see what chris henderson is already doing you know with the team because the the talk was kind of even from neville you know hey we got to kind of find our footing and you know kind of get the chemistry going and all that but you know for a first game i thought that was a pretty good game that they put together and it was an entertaining game too yeah well you know most of the players are back from last year. So that's a big, that's a big plus. Last year was 19 new guys. It was, you know, an entirely new team. So this year, most of the players are back from last year. They really do have a very, very good culture on that team. I mean, I can tell you they have fun. They play basketball before practice. You know, they, they have shooting contests. I mean, uh, you know, they, they, they really do seem to enjoy each other. It's a good locker room. And then, they brought back, you know, Pizarro was talking to us after the game and he said, this is a completely different atmosphere than I left. And, you know, he loves it. He's so happy here. He thinks this is going to be their best team in four years. Um, I agree. And, you know, Gonzalo is gone and Pozuelo is gone. Those are two really big losses. Um, but they believe now the big concern is that Leo Campana is injured now with his calf. Again. Yes. And that's a concern. He may be out a few weeks and, um, you know, he's been injured already last year and he's, no, he's injury prone now. That's, that's it. In a short career. All I can say about Campana is a lot of potential, but man, he's a sack of injuries. That guy can't stay healthy. Yeah. It's amazing. So that's, that's gotta be a concern. You know, they brought in Joseph and the idea was that Joseph and Leo would be, you know, two forwards playing together um, they made all kinds of plays and plans for the game on Saturday. And then at the last minute, they had to switch it up, you know, and they started Coco Jean and he did fine. But, um, you know, they really do need uh, Campana to to be healthy, to be as good as they hope to be. You know, without him, it, that's a big loss. They have other players, but that that is a loss. But, yeah, overall, the team is an attacking team. Um, I don't know if you watch Negri, the left back. Yep. But he loves to push up. I mean, he's practically like a left wing uh, who plays defense. But uh, And then the one that, that everybody's excited about, although didn't show as much as, you know, I think he will show is, is Nico Stefanelli. Um, he's a very, very good player. He's going to be the designated player maker, playmaker this season. I think he's supposed to sort of take the role of, of – uh, of Pozuelo and uh, like, you know, he has very good vision. He's very energetic. He's super smart. He's a great student of the game. I've talked to him a few times and um, he's got a really good soccer mind. He's paying a lot of close attention. And then in the back, you've got the Ukrainian 
badass. I don't know what else to call him, but Christoph, that guy is just no nonsense. And he ended yeah. up scoring, uh, which was unexpected. But um, he's really a tough, tough, tough guy um, who everyone says his teammates say that he's a great positional player. He's always in the right place and he's always telling everywhere else, everybody else where to be. So he's been a good addition also. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And then, yeah, what's going to happen in the summer? Wait, wait, before, before, before be wait, 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 we'll, we'll get to that fantastic story. Let me talk a little bit more about the team. Tell me about this Borgelin character. Oh, yes. That, well, he's a that, really interesting guy. That dude he's, looks like, like, like that dude's well put together. Like, that's a yeah, he's big six dude. He's yeah. Six five. yeah, he's six foot five. 21 years old. He's local, North Lauderdale. He's Haitian, Haitian American. His father, his father is the mayor of North Lauderdale. Oh, okay. His father, yes. His father was the first Haitian uh, elected mayor of North Lauderdale. I believe the first Haitian elected mayor in all of Broward County of any town. So his father made history in November. He was named the first, or he was elected the first uh, Haitian mayor. He was born in Haiti, came here as an orphan. His father, he has a really interesting story, and has made his way to mayor of North Lauderdale. And a few months later, his son was signed as the first Haitian American player on Inter Miami. He was in the uh, Philadelphia Union Academy. Um, he grew up in North Lauderdale, played around here. And then went to, before Inter Miami existed, he went up to Philadelphia, played in their academy, and then came back here to be with his hometown team. And he played on the reserve team last year, and he scored like almost every game. I mean, he every time he was in the game, he scored. And Phil Neville and David Beckham, who were at all those games because their two sons were playing on that team, they really, really liked the kid. And so in January, they they signed him. Uh, to a full contract with the first team. So he's a really promising young player, 21 years old, uh, who's local, North Lauderdale. And then there's another local. But what, what I like about him is I think he has the potential to to, to actually be a, a, a good two-way player, too, at the same time. You know, yeah. it, it, it's there's like there, – we had a guy with the strikers – that was Jamaican, and he—I forgot the guy's name now. I'm brain farting because he—I was just thinking about him now, and he reminds me of—and he was like a truck, mm. and, and and people would fall off of him when he was, you know, getting either on defense or on offense, and 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 this young man, I kind of see the same thing in him that man, he is a force. You know what I mean? He's and I, big. He's and, really big. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I know in that goal, it was a whole bunch of rebounds and all that stuff. Right. Again, which I love the aggressiveness of the team. They were ready for a rebound. They were ready to attack again. And Borgelin, I think he got it on his second shot, if I remember he did. correctly. He did. Right? He took a shot off the rebound. Lasseter took the shot. Right. It went off. Then he got the rebound, and then he shot it, and it was saved, and it came back out, and then on his second try, he made it. Right, right, and yeah. and, and so, but I really like what I saw from the kid. I'm trying to remember the uh, the Jamaican player's name from the strikers. That was just uh, he was a beast, dude. He was just a strong individual. I forgot his name now, but that that kid really and and, and again, you start to look. Here's the other thing I got to ask you about. I got to Phil Neville. My God, we got to give this guy, you know, with all the crap that came in at the beginning, oh, well, you know, he's a women's coach. Can he adjust and this and that? And then he inherited such a disaster that first year. And then he had to kind of crack the whip with Higuain. And he, and, and he ended up taming the Tiger and, and molding it back to the right way. And, it, and, and he kind of won his team back over. And then what he's doing now with Chris Henderson and how they've turned over the roster. And then the chemistry that I saw on a first night. I don't think we give Phil enough credit for what he's done since he got here, actually. Right. Well, I've been giving Phil credit. I know you have. I know you You were first off saying he, he needed a contract, like him and Henderson needed it right away when, when last season ended. I remember that. that you. Yeah, you no, no. Right I away. said that they deserved a contract whether or not they made the playoffs, I Amen. said, because I, I've seen the transformation. I mean, the, the, the spirit on that team, the togetherness on that team, 
is really, I mean, it is palpable. You just see it. And he, he got the best out of Iguain. I mean, I thought Iguain was, was on the verge of Fun. quitting, of retiring, of saying, forget it, yeah. you know, and then he comes back and scores 16 goals. You know, that, that took some guts for him to bench him. He was the DP. He was the big deal. And, and he was difficult, you know, he was, he was difficult, super talented, but was having issues. And, and Phil got him to, got him to join in the band and, you know, and score 16 goals. And by the end, everybody loved him and he was beloved and he was in a good mood. And now he's brought back, you know, Pizarro who left kind of on a bad, and not a, not a bad note, but he, he, he and Higuain never really meshed to be yeah, honest. He didn't fit. Was, he didn't fit. They didn't yeah. fit together. They wanted to play in the same space on the field all the time. There was a lot of frustrations there. So now that Higuain is gone, um, you know, Pizarro is much, just seems much freer and happier. And Phil is very excited about what he's seen from him. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think Phil, I think he's done a really good job of bringing the group together and, and Chris Henderson of finding, you know, he's gone to Ukraine to find this defender. Uh, you know, he went to this guy, Stefanelli, I think really is going to be good. He's in Argentine, but was playing in Sweden. And uh, yeah, and then Borgelin, this young kid. And there's another kid, uh, if we're talking about locals to watch for, they also signed, I think he's 18 years old, a local kid from Key Biscayne named Benjamin. They call him Benha. He's also Argentine, Benjamin Kremashi. And he's a, you know, really creative confident uh midfielder slash forward type player also an attacking player who's very very young but phil is loves him i mean phil just raves about him every little time i've chit-chatted with him about him so he's somebody else someone else to watch for and by the way i love bryce duke i mean oh, that, yeah yeah God, that kid comes off the bench and it's fire and and yeah. he, and he's like a little bulldog he is fearless dude he's i fearless. he's fearless he's fierce and he's so hungry i mean i know he wants to start you know i'm sure he thinks he should be starting and now they bring in the stefanelli guy who's now ahead of him and bisarro is back and you know he's super super hungry oh. so when he goes in he's just he goes 100 miles an hour. I love him. Yeah. I love watching that kid play when he comes off the bench. It's just you can see it's a better team now. You know, And, I, and yeah. I know it's only one game, and I get all of that, but I've watched the improvement from two years ago through last year, and now you, know, you get an opportunity to start strong. And listen, it doesn't get any easier. Philadelphia, oh, Philadelphia what, what, they win 4-1, 5-1. What was it? They uh, won 4-1. And by the way, the brace was scored by Julian Carranza. Right. Right. Julian Carranza is now one of the top strikers in the league, and he could have been on this team. Yeah. yeah. They let him go. Yeah. Oh, I mean, who knows? sometimes. It's a different system at work for him. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. It, it, sometimes you can't just, you can't blame it on the player, or maybe it's the system or whatever it is, and it's just wrong place, wrong time. And listen, the good thing is this, for, this, this, this uh, franchise is now headed in the right direction. This is the final year of of those uh, sanctions and those penalties, so they'll be able to move on with a fresher, you know, uh, uh, a fresher start next year, salary-wise and all that stuff. But this summer, you wrote a very interesting article, and I got to tell you, I always thought this messy story was just silliness, and especially, by the way, I thought it was an even bigger, you know, joke after the World Cup, because he finally wins what he's never won for Argentina, what the fans have held against him, you know, against Maradona. The Maradona fan, oh, no, he never won a World Cup for us. He can win all the clubs and everything else in Olympics, but he's got to win the World Cup, and he finally won the World Cup. And then yeah. I'm thinking, you're playing at this high level, somebody in Europe is going to step up. Here's, you know, the, the, the Arab nations are giving, you know, Cristiano $100 million. They're offering him $200 million a year. Uh, you figure somebody's going to offer, and yet here we are, one of the greatest players of all time, and he doesn't have a contract, and then you come up with this article that the 10 and the 5 haven't been filled, and you start putting, you know, one and one together with, with Messi, and I got to tell you that 
it, it, it kind of makes sense now that maybe the league is going to give him a team or something like that, like they did with Beckham. But it just kind of makes sense now that maybe this crazy story is really going to happen. Yeah, it seems hard to believe. I mean, Busquet, you know, I could see it. Busquet, I think they're going to get him. I mean, I do. I think that that is going to happen. Um, Messi, on the surface, you would just say, why in the world? It just makes no sense. And what? He's going to play on Commercial Boulevard there at that little, you know, erector set stadium, you know, temporary stadium, which is nice for a temporary stadium, but it's a 19,000-seat temporary stadium. It's not a big, glorious stadium with skyboxes and all that kind of thing, you know? So... Move it up, move it to Hard Rock, man. Well, you know, I thought about that too. I, I, I noted the other day, and I mentioned this to my husband. Well, only problem is the Canes and Inter play on Saturdays. That is the thing. They play on Saturdays unless they were to move the games to, but they can't because now the Apple deal, they want all the games to be on Saturdays at 730. So um, I don't know. It's, But I will tell you that, I mean, I know the Moss brothers and David are, you know, they are going to, they're going to, they're making a very sweet deal for him. And I do believe no one has told me this. This is just my own conjecture because of what happened with David Beckham. I absolutely think that Apple and MLS would be involved in some kind of big deal to make a huge corporate package deal for him. This is not about inter Miami paying him a salary of, you know, $60 million. That's not, that's not, I think this is MLS and Apple would want him here. They would love to have him here to promote the league around the world. The whole thing with this Apple deal is supposed to be to spread MLS around the world. Everyone with an Apple device or with an Apple, you know, app can now watch MLS games. So, you know, it would behoove them. It would behoove Apple and MLS to get messy into this oh my league God, yes. and you know and and the, everyone would tune in from from argentina from europe from everywhere to watch him play it'll become the, the number one is, selling jersey in the world right you know so it would be now an inter miami that pink jersey would be all over the world all right number two he has a home in miami he loves miami and supposedly his wife really would love to move to miami and raise the boys in miami all right they want to be closer to Argentina. They want to be closer to their home. They want to be in a community that has a lot of Argentine people and, and Hispanic South American people. So that's another thing. You know, the guy has made so much money. He's won every every trophy, really, that there is to win over there. He hasn't won the Champions League with PSG, but he's won everything else over there. Yeah, he doesn't and have anything else to prove. It may be that he's just at a point where he's thinking, you know, maybe they're going to offer him ownership, part ownership of a team, whether it's inner Miami or a new team or whatever, or what if they give him part ownership of the stadium? You know, I hadn't thought of that before, but I thought of it the other day, you know, they're, they're opening the Miami freedom park in 2025. The, the world cup is coming the next year. There may be some big sponsorship deals involving world cup sponsors. The world cup is going to be in the U S Mexico and Canada. So I just think there's a lot of opportunity there uh, to to make a really big, attractive, very sweet deal to offer him. And yes, it's MLS. And yes, it's inner Miami and drive pink stadium and all that stuff. But I think there may be more to it. And I, I did bring uh, up about I, the jerseys. I, I, I can tell you this. You see those four corners in that stadium? The Moss brothers are already designing how to round out that stadium with seats, okay, yeah. for the summer. Because <laughs> yeah. I already told the, I told a buddy of mine who's pretty comfortable in life, and I said, hey, you want to make a nice investment? Go buy yourself about six pairs of tickets for Inter-Miami. And he goes, why the hell would I do that? I go, because the second half of the season, they'll have Messi, and you'll be selling them for like $500 each. You know? Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, I pointed out in my story today that I also found it curious interesting, whatever mm -hmm. word you want to use. Um, the way they did the ticketing this year, this season, you can only buy a ticket, a single ticket through the June 3rd game or the June, the first week of June. After that, if you want to buy a ticket for a game in July, August, September, October, and you go on the club website or you go on Ticketmaster, 
it comes up and it says, still working on pricing. Please come back with an exclamation point. So buy season tickets, folks. I'm telling you. To me, it means now the only way you can get tickets for the second half of the season is to buy a season ticket. If you have a season ticket, you'll have a ticket. But if you're going for individual tickets, you can only buy at the current prices from now through the beginning of June, which to me is setting it up so that when and if I'm not saying it's 100 percent gonna happen. Of course not. Of course, but they're but they're they're setting themselves up. They're just in case up. it happens, if they have happens, to be ready and they have to maximize their, yes. their and by the way, I'm telling you, they'll 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 they're gonna put stands in those corners because yeah. that's probably another five, eight thousand seats that they can put uh if you add seats in those corners, and that's a lot of money that they're gonna be yeah. able to charge. Yeah, and they're gonna jack up the there's no question, they'll jack up the prices. If Messi and Messi's coming and Messi and Busquet, but you know, especially Forget Messi, Busquet. If Messi comes, know, whatever it's if over. If Messi comes, <laughs> no offense to poor Busquet. But anyway, if Messi comes, they can jack up those prices and they will sell that thing out at whatever those prices are. People are gonna go watch him. He's gonna be all over the Apple app all over the world in that pink jersey. I mean, you know, that's no that's no no, no offense to Jimmy Butler, no offense to Tua, no offense to Tyreek Hill, no offense to Jazz Chisholm, no offense to Sandy Al- Alcantara, no right. offense to Bar- uh, Barkov, no no offense to Kachuk. You're all taking a back seat, man. <laughs> that's going to be the ticket that everybody is going to want all over the world. Because as yeah, you I'm know, we're South right Florida. Now. People are going to come to vacation to then watch also a messy game. Right. Listen to this. So I just looked it up real quick. Leo Messi, you know how many followers he has on Instagram? 11 million? 434 million. Oh, 434 million. Wow. That's crazy. 434 million. Let's compare real quick. Jimmy no, okay, there is no comparison. He, ha- he has more million. followers than all the teams and their combined. stars combined. 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 Yes. Okay? All combined. the teams and stars combined in South Florida. Would not equal 434 that's a, that's million. A, that's a, that's 434 a, million. You, you know go. how many Jimmy Butler has? I just want to tell you. He probably okay, has, he probably has, a uh, probably has like 60,000, a hundred thousand. What does he have? No, he has, no, Jimmy Butler has 7.9 million. Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. He's big. He wow. I didn't know he had that many. 7. He has 7.9 million, but Messi has 430, 430. Oh, the coffee million. too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. Jimmy said 7.9 is it, Tyreek has got to be up there too then. Right. That was the only other one that I would think. Sandy would think doesn't. Too. Sandy's not going to have that much. I don't even know if he's even on Twitter. But Tyreek um, has probably got a couple million too, right? If Jimmy's uh, got 7.9 and Tyreek's got what, two or three, four? How many does he have? He has. Cheetah. Two million. Okay. All right. Two million. Two million. And Ressi has, let's repeat, 434 million people's eyeballs are on that guy yeah sandy has only one hundred twenty thousand. okay one of the best so, pictures in, in the world words, right Crazy. so in other words believe me that it's not just jorge mas and jose mas and david beckham that are trying to get him here i think the league yes apple anybody involved with the next world cup anybody involved with soccer in this country yes they're they're gonna pull their efforts this is my opinion no one's told me this i agree I think they're going to pull their efforts and do everything they can possibly do to get them to come here. And then, you know, and then we'll see what happens, but it'll be, it's going to change everything. If insanity he comes, insanity is going to take, it'll over. be insanity. My job is going to change. Good for you. Everything is going to change the security that they're going to have to have over there. Right now we walk around as my mom says, como Pedro por su casa, right? Right, right, yes. I mean, como Pedro por su casa. Yes. I will not be Pedro por su casa. No. There's going to be fences and barricades and, you know. Yeah. It's, no, it changes. It's going to be different. It changes. It changes. And, and you know, Moss built uh, this stadium in eight months. He's They'll probably pick up the speed over at uh, Miami Freedom Park and build that in two weeks. So, you know. <laughs> Knowing them, I mean, you know, they're awesome. But that that this is this story just gets more and more interesting. And we're going to witness something we've all never witnessed before if it happens in the history of South Florida sports. We've had some stars here. You know, LeBron is as big as they come. 
Yeah. But this dwarfs anything and everything that's ever happened here. It doesn't matter who it is. This is the biggest name in the world to ever play here in South Florida. That's that's going to be pretty killer. It's going to yeah. be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, between now and June, and Phil said, oh, the other thing, the other little clue part, the other puzzle piece was that when I asked Phil about it, he said, you know, I'm managing this team as if, you know, I'm cutting the season in half. I'm saying we basically have two seasons from now through June. I have to manage the team as we have it now from now to June and try to get as high up in the standings as we Amen. can. So that if and when he said, if and when we we get the the you know the help that we think we might get, he wants them to be able to just step in and already the team be here, not be way down here and have to like climb up. Because he pointed out that Toronto last year um, brought two great Italian stars, but it was almost too late. By the time they got there, the team was way down, and even though they had a huge impact, they were they were not able to. Get out get of the high hole. Up in the standings. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't get out of the hole. Yeah, so. I'm, a, I'm a Panthers fan. I'm used to that. <laughs> Sorry. That's kind of been my, my life as a Panthers fan. All right, follow her on Twitter at Cough Sports. Catch her exceptional work there at the Miami Herald covering Inter-Miami and, and the NCAA going after women's basketball. Jesus I'm writing Christ. a column on that today, so look for my column. Ridiculous. In a couple hours, I'll be posting it. Ridiculous. Anyway, yes. Michelle, thank you as always. Appreciate it. Enjoy the soccer. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. There you go. The great Michelle Kaufman. Good stuff as always, man. Love it. I'm telling you, when, when this guy takes over, it's going to be crazy. All right. Let's take a quick break. Hour number two, live from Hialeah Park. Andy Barron's will join us. We're going to talk a little Dolphins and a little NFL with Andy. I want to get into uh, some free agent linebackers with Andy. So we'll get into that. Um, what else? Uh, I want to, you know what? I got another, I got another Dolphins question for him too, that I want to answer too. So we'll get into that with Andy Barron's from Sports Grill that, well, from Yahoo Sports, Sports Grill, Miami Dolphins and NFL report that will start our number two right here on the big O radio show.